Hello and welcome to the David Icke Dot Connector video cast from the iconic studio in Derby, England. Now I've said some far out, apparently fantastic things over the years, which have had the habit of becoming reality. And one of them has been that the plan is to transform the human body from a biological state to a much more synthetic biological state. Hence, we now have, as one of the biggest expanding disciplines of mainstream science, something called synthetic biology or SYNBIO. And the plan is to, with this more synthetic human body, connect it to AI to the point where AI becomes the human mind. And what we call human becomes nothing more than a computer on the elite's internet. Now, of course, that is what? It's crazy, ridiculous, madness. What's he on? When actually, it's none of those things. I give you Yuval Noah Harari, an Israeli academic, transhumanist, and a leading advisor to Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum is a front for what I call the global cult. Now, these people tell you the plan by couching it in terms of this is possible, this is coming, and present it as basically this is inevitable, can't be stopped. And also it's couched in often the form of questions. So a question will be asked, well, what about this? Who's going to do this and what's going to do that? When actually those questions are really statements about what the plan really is. And when these presentations are delivered to people like the World Economic Forum audience, most, not all, but most, will know that the code is not this is possible or what about this, but this is what is planned to happen. And I give you a great example of that with Yuval Noah Harari. Many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. 
We are now hackable animals. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life four billion years ago. Okay, let's go through some of that. Now, soon we'll be able means we're already doing it. And there's the line about no longer are we mysterious souls. This is something I've been going on about for so, 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 so long. The bottom line foundation of human control is to so focus attention on the five senses, can I see it, touch it, smell it, etc. Okay, it exists, if I can't, it don't. That people disconnect from any influence of their expanded levels of awareness. And people become body-centric, five-sense-centric. And what you're looking at, for instance, is the, the constant division, the subdivision of previous human five-sense labels, man, woman, religion, income bracket, what have you, sexuality, into smaller and smaller minutiae of self-identities. And that's why this long list of letters, LBGT, all that stuff, gets longer and longer. Because they are creating these minutiae of self-identities, actually subdividing five-sense reality into a smaller sense of five-sense reality. Because they want to disconnect us from an expanded level of awareness that will see the game, that will see how the dots connect. And so, it's no surprise at all that Harari is talking about the fact that we are hackable animals and no longer mysterious souls. Just shut up about expanded awareness. You are your body. And uh, then he talks about hackable animals. And what does anyone think this fake vaccine is? It's hacking into the biological processes of the human body by infusing synthetic genetic material that self-replicates to move the body into a more synthetic state. And some can't make that transition and that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons that so many people have been killed by this fake vaccine and maimed for life and others will 
transform with it to this more synthetic state. And in the, my new book, The Trap, I mention the Moderna fake vaccine CEO um, in these terms. Moderna, a maker of the mRNA um, vaccines or fake um, vaccines for, quote, COVID, um, which have killed and maimed so many worldwide, refers to the body and its fake vaccines in its own documents as an operating system, which is what they are. COVID fake vaccines, I write, change human DNA and the frequency on which it transmits and receives. An operating system, the body, is changed by another operating system, the fake vaccine. And that is what is going on. So you have these, um, the contents of these fake vaccines, nanotechnology, including uh, materials like uh, graphene, and their role, one of their roles, they have many, is to connect the body and the mind, the brain, to what's now called the smart grid, including all these 5G towers going up everywhere, and also the uh, low-orbit satellites being put up by people like Elon Musk, man of the people, man of the cult, that are firing this stuff, this cloud, as they call it. Eventually, the plan is to every inch of the planet. And so, we will get our perceptions from the cloud direct to the receiver transmitter system being infused into the body by these fake vaccines. And, of course, Elon Musk said that artificial intelligence could be the end of humanity, and in terms of humanity as we know it, absolutely that's right. But then, he starts a company called Neuralink to connect the human brain to AI computers. And even that in many ways, is a diversion because, you know, people have this idea of microchips, and I kind of understand it because that's you know, kind of what they've been led to believe, that the microchips we're talking about are those kind of rice-like chips that people have now. There are thousands of people in Sweden have been chipped for that, um, for the reason to, they can open doors without pushing them, you know, lazy sods. Um, and... So people think, well, if I'm not chipped, then I'm, I'm not chipped. But actually, these chips, this connection to the cloud, is, um, is in the fake vaccines. And that's how it's really being done, on the nano scale. And they want to get this stuff into the brain. And these mRNA fake vaccines are designed to do that, and that's a key reason why, along with tremendous, fantastic increases in heart problems after the 
fake vaccine in young people, for instance. One of the other great consequences of these uh, jabs is effects on the brain and conditions that come from the malfunction of the brain. Okay, let's go back to Harari. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed in the basic rules of the game of life. All of life, for four billion years, dinosaurs, amoebas, tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined to, for four billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may enab enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. So after four billion years of organic life shaped by natural selection, we are entering the era of inorganic life shaped by intelligent design. So we can um, look at some of the points he made there, perhaps from another perspective. He talks about the laws of natural selection. Now, this is the deeply flawed theory of the Darwin family and people like Francis Galton, who um, was connected, a member of the Darwin family, who pushed the whole idea of genetics in terms of eugenics which led to the Nazi race laws and he says natural selection will be replaced by intelligent design okay whose intelligent design Ethel on the checkout? You, me? No. The elite, the global cult, through organizations like the World Economic Forum, with which Harari is connected. And what is intelligent design, i.e., manipulating? the human form, it is unnatural selection. It's the same deal except that this elite will be doing it to benefit them and mass human control. Now, what we're looking at was described in Brave New World in 1932 by Aldous Huxley where he talked about 
the species being produced not by procreation between parents, the end of parents, parents gone, we're seeing it already, the process movement towards that as parents lose parental control and influence to the state all the time, that's all part of this process and the species would be produced technologically as Huxley uh, described through what he called world state hatcheries that would create castes. There would be the worker caste. This would be a human form that is only capable of certain levels of thought enough to do what they're told and serve the elite while the elite were produced, procreated in a different way with a completely different genetics which allows them to perceive far more than the slaves of the population, those that survive, that is. So that is where this is being taken and this is why human um, sperm counts and fertility, male and female, are being affected by this fake jab as was predicted by those few courageous, decent scientists and doctors before the jab was even rolled out. And this is why um, sperm counts are plummeting on the basis of chemicals and the effects of um, having... Um, a smartphone in your pocket all the time because they're phasing out the biological human 1.0 and bringing in, step by step, the biological synthetic human 2.0. And that's really what's being uh, kind of uh, discussed here. And what they've been doing to reach this point where AI is... Um, is connected to the human brain, because oh, it's ever such a good thing, will be gods, is they've taken us on a journey, a manipulative journey. Here, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. First, holdables. Have you seen them? People completely addicted by these things. And then they move on to wearables. And the idea is you want to get in the body, so you go held by the body, on the body and then implantables, you go in the body. And like I say, this is happening through nanotechnology, not least through the fake vaccines. And note also how Harari talks about the cloud replacing or becoming the God. The cloud, the smart grid, the field of 5G, eventually 6G, 7G Wi-Fi that people like Musk are pounding out from low orbit satellites and coming from these towers. And interestingly, Ray Kurzweil, a so-called futurist, it's easy to predict the future when you know what the plan is, an executive at Google, has been talking for a long time now that by... 2030, 
humans will be connected to the cloud, the new God. And in his words, once this connection is made, AI will do more and more of human thinking until human thinking as we know it is basically negligible. And I don't believe in the religious version of God. What I do believe in is an infinite consciousness, call it God, call it what you like, of which we are all an expression. And the more you open your mind to um, the, the greater and greater swathes of this state of infinite consciousness, the more insight, knowledge, awareness, perception, the more you can see. So this is why they want to hold us in a five-sense prison cell and shut all that out so that the only information, insight, perception we receive is coming direct to the five senses from the cult-owned media, the cult-owned Silicon Valley and so on. And um, Harari talks about um, breaking out of um, the organic into the inorganic, which is precisely what I'm talking about. Breaking out of the biological human into the far more easily controlled synthetic human. And this process of pulling us out of a state of an expanded awareness more and more into the myopia, not just of the five senses, but even the myopia of the world around us, is the metaverse. The metaverse that is promoted and funded by all the usual suspects, front men maybe, but still gophers for the cult. People like Mark Zuckerberg changed the name of Facebook to, to Meta in pursuit of this. People like Bill Gates and Disney, another cult operation to its DNA. And the idea of the metaverse is to take your attention deeper and deeper into cyberspace. So, consciousness works through the body and people think that the body is everything and forget about the consciousness that they actually are, the eternal uh, consciousness that they are. But now the metaverse is taking you into a a digital avatar deeper into cyberspace and it's like a maze within a maze within a maze within a maze. It's exactly what this agenda, this plan has always been. And the other thing is that this cult wants control, ownership of your body, 
on the basis of we, um, we change the body, therefore it's our copyright. And we've seen this ownership already. We've called it mandatory vaccinations. So, you don't own your body. The state does. The corporation you work for does. Because it's telling you what you're going to put in your body. Therefore, they control it, not you. But the idea is it becomes deeper than that, more fundamental than that. They own your body. And here is um, Harari in the form of a question speaking about that. So does the data about my DNA, my brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government or perhaps to the human collective? So there we go. Owned by corporations or the government or the collective. No mention of owned by the individual. And this whole situation that we're in has been made possible in terms of the speed of change by the COVID crisis manufactured, made up, propagandized into a sense of reality. And Harari speaks here about the, the classic line, which is very true, never let a good crisis go to waste. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. Over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Right. The COVID crisis, alleged, mythical, made up, manufactured, was generated and created by this global cult via its fronts, like the World Economic Forum, and its front people, like Schwab and Gates and Fauci and all these characters. So, what does Harari, this apparently brilliant man, I keep being told he's brilliant, what does he say about COVID? If we look at the past two years and how we dealt with COVID, then on a global level, I think that it has been a tremendous scientific success coupled with political failure. Mm. Um, never before have humanity been so powerful in mm. the face of an epidemic 
You know, most big epidemics in the past, like the Black Death in the Middle Ages mm. or the big influenza epidemic of 1918, humanity was completely helpless mm. in the face of them. Um, people didn't understand what was happening, what could be done about it. We were helpless. With COVID, it took just two weeks to identify the virus, and within a couple of months, we knew how to slow down and delay the chains of infections. Within a year, we had vaccines, effective vaccines against it. It is an amazing scientific achievement. Mm. But on the political level, even though we saw many successes on a municipal and on a national level, some municipalities and, and, and countries have done really well. On a global level, it was really, I think, a miserable failure because there was no global cooperation on this or, or you know, a global plan of action of how to stop the spread of the epidemic when it was still possible to do it in the early stages and how to manage it both medically and economically later on. We saw in many places, like in my own country of Israel, that governments were focused on, say, vaccinating their own populations without realizing that if you allow the virus to continue to spread in other parts of the world, like in developing nations, it won't help you so much if you vaccinate your own people because there will be mutations, there will be new variants of the virus. We need a global response, and we didn't get the global response that, that we really needed. And I hope we learn the lesson and that on other future crisis, whether it's an, a new pandemic, mm. whether it's climate change, whether it's disruptive technology, we'll see better global cooperation. And this is really on the politicians. The brilliant, it says here, Yuval Noah Harari. Well, let's have a look how brilliant. He says, the COVID response was a tremendous scientific success when it has been a human health and economic disaster, the full consequences of which are still unfolding. If I knew that and said so in the spring of 2020, the brilliant Harari doesn't know that when he scans the world today and sees the consequences of lockdown and fake vaccinations. And he talks about political failure with COVID and the COVID response. It just so happens that the cult plan is to end the very existence of politicians. Now, many people might think that's a good idea, not least because politicians have allowed themselves to be pawns of this cult and therefore just do the bidding of this cult, therefore they don't represent the people. But the replacement of politicians is planned to be the installation of what are called technocrats. These are bureaucrats, they are scientists, 
doctors, uh, engineers and so on, that would not be elected, there would be no choice even in theory made by the people, and they would then make all the decisions. This is what the world government that is planned is designed to be run by ultimately. So when Harari says, oh it was a fantastic scientific success, bloody nonsense and you know it, he is exalting scientists, doctors, technocrats. And at the same time, he says it was a political failure. So denouncing and marginalising and dismissing politicians, which is exactly what the plan of the World Economic Forum, i.e. the cult, happens to be. He says it took two weeks only to identify the virus. The virus has not been identified, purified and isolated from all other genetic material to show it exists and to show that what is claimed to be the consequences of it actually are the consequences. It's not been done to this day. They've still not identified it. It's a computer mock-up program. That's all it is. An illusion. And this so-called brilliant man doesn't know that. Are you kidding? Then, within months, we knew how to slow down the chain of infections. Oh, so brilliant. What he means is, the imposition of lockdowns and then masks, both of which have been a human health, psychological and economic catastrophe, which is what the World Economic Forum, i.e. the global cult, planned them to be and that's why they happened. Not least, of course, the psychological impact on children who are massively the targets of everything because they will be the adults when this is brought in full-blown. He goes on. Within a year, we had effective vaccines against it. These are fake vaccines that even the authorities now admit, because they knew all along, are not effective at all. And they're certainly not safe. They are killing enormous numbers of people, maiming the lives of even more with their health. And this is, what does he call it, Harari? This is an amazing scientific achievement. What? Death and destruction of health and life and economy? Is that what you mean, Yuval? So, 
If he believes that, what he's just said there, then he's either an idiot, if he believes it, or he's trying to mislead us, like Klaus Schwab and Gates and all the rest of them have done all along. Which is it, Yuval? Please share with us. Then, um, political policies were a miserable failure because there was no global cooperation and plan of action. Bollocks! That's exactly what we saw. The narrative and the response demands of the World Health Organization created by the Rockefellers for the cult now run by Rockefeller-owned, cult-owned Bill Gates, was the response that almost every country in the world followed. So there was cooperation worldwide, actually in position, and that cooperation led to the catastrophe that we now see. Why? Because it was meant to. And now, going on from what Harari said, there was no cooperation. That's why it wasn't a success politically. Now, the world health organization is seeking to impose on all its member countries, which means the world basically, a treaty which would make law the fact that when the World Health Organization and this corrupt frontman for Gates, Tedros, decides there's a pandemic on no uh, credible basis as with COVID, then all the member countries have to respond in the way the World Health Organization says they should. Oh, there was no cooperation, there was no coordination. Of course there was, but uh, we'll say there wasn't because then we can justify the bloody treaty. Is that right, Uh, Yuval, what do you reckon? And then there was this point. It's no good, he said, just vaccinating your own people but also you must vaccinate everyone else, not least in the developing world, as he calls it, to protect yourself. And the pushback from much of the so-called developing world um, is something that this cult now seeks to overcome in the future because it wants everyone fake vaccinated so everyone takes the consequences of the um, fake vaccine. With um, Harari, everything is between the lines. And you have to read between the lines to see what he's really uh, saying. But the point has been reached now much as they may still try, where they can't hide it anymore. Because you can manipulate under the radar 
for a long time putting things into place and what have you. But when they played the COVID card, as I said at the time, they've entered the room and they've heard the door click behind them. There's no going back. And when you are seeking to transform the world and human society, there comes a point, my God, we're there, where society has to be transformed in a way that people can see and experience. That's where we are now, and that's why they've moved from, increasingly anyway, trying to hide it to sales pitching it and telling you it's good for you. In, in, in the circumstances, brackets, that we have created, what we want is the only way to respond to it. Problem, reaction, solution. So, keep a bloody good eye, uh, uh, eye on Yuval Noah Harari. Because he's telling you what's coming. Even though he couches it in terms that don't say it directly. And I say this, Yuval, brilliant man, any time you want a public debate live on the understanding that its video will not be edited, give me a call. I would love it. Jeffrey Epstein.